Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spoiler Warning Podcast. This is review number 238 with our review of White House Down. I'm Christopher Schneezy. I'm Carson Patrick. And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spoiler Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week on the show, Carson Patrick and I are going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest film releases hitting a theater near you. Each week, we're usually going to try to bring you as many reviews as we can. Uh, this week, it's a small week for us. Uh, we're only going to have this one review of White House Down, but... You know, we're, we're, we're here, we're coming at you furiously with it, and uh, yeah, how you doing tonight, Carson? We're, we're chanting all over your Tatum. <laughs> uh, yes, that too. <laughs> you doing well tonight, though? Uh, yeah, you know, uh, under the, the, the hot circumstances. Yeah, you, are you you're feeling patriotic at all? I'm, I'm feeling very patriotic. I'm in a very jingoistic mood. Does this film make you proud to be an American? <laughs> I'm so proud. <laughs> proud by this, uh, um, about this American-made film that was shot in Canada and directed by a German. Uh, <laughs> just feeling so patriotic. Well, that's how you know they got all the facts right. Oh, of course. That's the quintessential American film is to have it done that way. Yeah, I mean, the American people, you know, I mean... Maybe if it, if it was directed by an American and shot here in America, then they would have been able to release the trailers at the same time as uh, so we could have it come up in front of um, Olympus has fallen like we were hoping <laughs> that the trailer was magically going to find itself. Yeah, it only appeared, you know, a week later. Yeah, it, it is kind of funny. I mean, like, I've, I've heard some people uh, chatting about this film, like, out like in, in the weeks leading up to this, and just people are not aware that there were two different White House falling movies uh that were yeah, white house year. taken movies yeah like whenever like people are like oh what are you gonna see i'm like oh white house down they're like didn't that come out like a couple months ago and i go no that was olympus has fallen that was gerard butler not channing tatum yeah uh, it's you know it's big i well actually i shouldn't say big difference uh because i mean these films are roughly the same the <laughs> it's pretty same much film. the same thing you just switch out the uh the ethnicities of the villains yes um yeah so <laughs> basic basically uh one has a black president the other has a white president yep and that's about it pretty much yeah uh, i mean and, and one one of our heroes is you know dashingly more handsome in in white house down <laughs> obviously <laughs> obviously yeah what he's actually american though that's good yeah obvious yeah what is Ger- gerard butler well, he's Scottish. Ah, uh, that's right. He was putting on the American accent. Yeah. Surpri- you know, surprisingly, I, I feel like that was uh, that was his best American accent to date. Because I was a little worried. Because he's usually uh, hard to wrangle that Scottish brogue in the in, you know, for an American accent. Well, I mean, I, we, I guess he figured since he's playing a Secret Service agent, like he had to do it right. We we hire yeah. all types, right? I mean, it, it, do you have to be like? not have an accent to be able to become a secret citizen. I mean, agent. I'm I'm assuming you have to be an American citizen, I don't know. Yeah, 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 but I mean like he, you could be an American citizen and still oh, have yeah. like spent a bunch of time somewhere else. But I else. think for the movie's sake, I think they would like, well, audiences are going to want to see an American like a guy with an American accent in the lead. <laughs> yeah, cuz if people are going into the movie theater to watch a crazy action film in which the White House is under attack, the last thing they are going to accept is going to be the wrong accent on one of our secret service agents. <laughs> Gerard Butler's got a native accent. I mean, they can forgive like planes flying falling out of the sky and exploding and all sorts of crazy yeah. stuff. They can forgive uh, a bunch of South Koreans 
crazy South Koreans flying in a no-fly space. <laughs> Miraculously, somehow. Yeah. If, o- if only we had some javelin missiles we could take them out with. Uh, yeah, of course. But instead, all we have is a stupid turret on the side of the freaking building. <laughs> well, that's all their budget could, uh, you know, accommodate. Yeah. Yeah, it would be awesome if like it came out that uh, we had one of those skyline situations where uh, the crew that made uh, Olympus has fallen was actually just special effects crew like the lower paid tier guys that that did a bunch of work on White House down and they went off and made their own White House film. Yeah, it'd be good times. But fortunately, I, I don't think that is the case. So, no, I don't think so. But quality wise, I mean, it, it could be roughly equivalent <laughs> yeah i mean well white house down is clearly operating on a studio budget uh olympus has fallen was not yes so all right well uh, what do you say we take a look at the trailer for white house down and then get into our review all right let's do this hey can i show you something these are white house passes your dad here has a job interview with the secret service no way <laughs> this is really cool John Kale. Why do you want to be in the Secret Service? I can't think of a more important job than protecting the president. In college, you barely maintained a C average. <laughs> You're not to look at Agent Todd. <laughs> Special Agent Todd keeps making those sounds. I'm going to start looking at him. Did you get the job? Yeah, I think I got a shot. You know how it is. They gotta go talk amongst themselves. Just tuning in, we are going to breaking news out of Washington. This is John Kale. I'm in the White House. They've taken the building and they're holding hostages, including my daughter. Alpha One, do you have the target? Roger that. We're holding the president in the library. That's a library. Uh, don't go in there. Just. Oh, this is so stupid. You mean Mr. President? Run, run, run! Let's just call SEAL Team 6 and they come in here to get us. We have a scramble sat phone in the residence. Great, where's that at? Of course it is. By the way, John Kale. James Hoy. Help is not coming. You just need to get out of there. My little girl is counting on me right now and I am not going to disappear on her. The explosive used at the Capitol was a diversion. It's got to be a bigger play. Like what? There's only one way to find out. Peace and all that, but gotta stick that thing out there and go to work. Damn right. I lost the rocket launcher. You lost? How do you I lose lost. a rocket launcher? Get your hands off my joints. All right. Apparently, Hollywood hates the White House because here we have our second film about the White House being taken over. Basically, what 9-11? What are you talking about? <laughs> Basically, we have Channing Tatum. Uh, Channing Tatum plays this uh, security. Channing Tatum. <laughs> exactly, Tatum. <laughs> uh, he plays this guy who is a security official in some capacity, and he would really like 
to get on the president's detail to be part of his secret service. And uh, he's going to the White House, uh, taking his daughter on a little tour. And while he's there, he's going to have a little job interview. But, you know, things don't go quite as planned because while he is on that tour at the White House, crazy stuff starts happening. People basically just lay waste to all the guards and uh, White House gets taken over. And Channing Tatum is wandering around with maybe some weapons that he's, you know, stolen from some of these bad guys trying to take out the dudes and save the president and save his daughter because his daughter was on the tour too as i said um crazy stuff's going down carson was this film as fun as you expected it to be um yeah i was i was looking forward to this movie a lot uh even before olympus has fallen came out because just the the idea of the people involved with this one it just seemed like it would be the better movie of the two Um, while I still think that, you know, in the end, after having seen both now, uh, I still think this was a little bit of a missed opportunity, but like, this was way better than Olympus. Like this runs circles (laughs) around Olympus has fallen. Like the whole time I was just like, it, it it made me kind of sad because I think if you were to pull the, like just random moviegoers who'd come out of, um, just like at a theater and just be like, you know, which movie do you prefer? I think most people would say Olympus has fallen purely because it was the first one out of the gate. Like, I feel like a lot of people, like you said, where some people are just like, you know, hasn't that movie already come out? I feel like a lot of people are just going to avoid this one. Cause they're just like, well, I already saw that like three months ago. Yeah. Like it feels like the copycat of what we now know is not too great of a film. Right. Even though if you, you know, have like the inside scoop white house down, was greenlit first and then um olympus has fallen was rushed into production after uh you know they caught wind of it and we're just like well we're gonna beat him to the punch and yeah you know that's why it looks very rushed <laughs> in its production value and whatnot but uh yeah i mean you know like i think you liked olympus has fallen a little more than i did but you know my big complaint about that movie was that it was so like just grim it, i mean yeah, like, it's great that you're trying to, like, portray this event in, like, kind of a realistic way, even though the entire movie looked fake. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it was just so grim. Like, there was no humor to it all. And, like, this movie is pretty – White House Down is pretty earnest and stupid as well. I mean, Roland Emmerich directed the film, so he, he likes his earnest, cheesy moments. Uh, he likes to slather it on thick. But at least this movie had a sense of humor about itself. I mean – when Roland Emmerich is making fun of his own movies, <laughs> yeah, 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 he's referencing his own movies in this movie. Like he clearly knows he's just like, yeah, I've blown up the White House so many times, I could care less now. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he's almost like the you know the. He's almost like the go-to guy to to do this kind of thing. Uh, it's like, oh, we need to blow up the White House. Well, let's hire you know, let's call Roland Emmerich. Uh, but dude, just everything about this movie, just I was sitting there going like, you know, Olympus has fallen just felt so flat in the terms of like most of the action takes place in the uh, the, the presidential bunker. And I, I love how in this movie they're in the bunker for like <laughs> 10 seconds. Well, technically, they don't even get into the bunker before <laughs> no. like the president's like running around his own before, way. Before like a bunch of other crazy stuff happens. And I like that it was just like, you get a variety. It's like, oh, you know, they're chasing them through the lawn and they're in the, the swimming pool like room and the, and the, like all these, you know, places of the White House that you know. And then they all get, you know, 
fabulously blown up. Uh, but yeah, it was just like, yeah, like I want to see these, you know, I want to see like the action spread out, not just like, oh, well, let's cut back to the bunker and have like some, you know, flat Korean dude. Yeah. Like beat the crap out of Melissa Leo. It's like, I don't want to watch this. Like, well, it's, uh, it's, it's funny. I'd rather see Jamie Foxx, you know, kick somebody in the face with his with his Jordans. What's the thing is like if, if you compare these two films, I and mean, as we said at the beginning of, the, of this episode, like they're roughly the same plot. But if you look at the depiction of the president in Olympus has fallen, our president is just a victim. And the most heroic thing he can do is tell his like whatever the ranking off, like whatever the woman was that was in the bunker with him, like. The, the, yeah. the most heroic thing he could do is say, no, it's all right. You give them up your code. They'll never get mine. That's the biggest thing he can do. Like here, like Jamie Foxx yeah. as the president actually has a role to try to be badass, even though clearly he is not as badass as Channing Tatum. He no. still is in a position to be able to attempt to be badass or try to arise to the badass level that. Yeah, he's he not like, to. oh, I'm the president. I need to get to safety. Like there's several moments where he could go to safety, but he's like. Nah, bro, I'm going to help you. <laughs> I'm going to help you save your daughter. <laughs> and yeah. it's just kind of like, yeah, man, that's badass. Like, I'd, I'd want, you know, the president to be all like, I'm patri- you know, I'm going to go down with this ship, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the like, the, the depiction of the president's much, much cooler in this movie. Uh, but I, I just think, like, the idea of having um, the villains in this in this one, I just thought was... To me, it's a lot more effective to have the villains be Americans than just the typical, oh, well, they're, you know, North Koreans again or whatever. The, you know, yeah, uh, stereotypical uh, foreign villain or whatever. Um, although the, where I think the movie kind of loses, I think as the case with any kind of Roland Emmerich movie, there's a lot of characters. Um, I think some of the characters in this film could have been nixed. Uh, you know, it's just like, yeah, great. Dr. Taub's on air force one, but really <laughs> who cares? Like, I mean, Oh yeah. Uh, we should have some 13 Lost. in there. If you're going to have what? a, ho- if you're going to have a house character, you got to throw some 13 in there. Yeah. You know, where's, uh, where's chase and, <laughs> and all the rest of the crew. <laughs> Uh, but you know, but then when like uh, what's his face from Fringe and Lost shows up, I'm just like, oh, we got more characters. Like basically, anytime you cut back from Tatum and Fox doing their thing, the movie kind of slowed down. Um, and I know they kind of had to have like Maggie Gyllenhaal had to like you know tell him exposition and guide him through stuff. You got to have some of that. But I almost felt like it would have been cooler if they had just kind of lost contact with the outside and it was just them to trying to get through the White House and uh, I don't know, or just this less less time with the outside world. Because, I mean, I felt like we we cut back to that little room with uh, all the, the top-ranking people and they're just kind of, you know, bickering about what to do. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I want to see more, you know, Tatum and Fox duo trying to stop the bad guys. The thing, though, Carson, is that if this event was actually going down, there would be a ton of bickering and stuff happening in the oh, outside no world. Oh, no doubt. Like, no I, doubt. I, I think it lends to, like, I mean, I'm using this term very, very lightly, but it lends to at least a little bit of authenticity when you have, like, the different groups of people who, like, literally an attack has happened that's so gnarly that no one's even sure who 
is is like who in the line of succession is actually still alive or available to assume power of of I almost said the throne <laughs> of the United States <laughs> if, if if they need to like you know like it, it's in like I don't even remember I could be wrong but I don't even remember a moment in in uh Olympus has fallen where anybody was considering like oh like do we you know evoke the amendment and like remove power from the current president and yeah take it down like that's never even like a contemplated in the other film. Well, he, they knew he was still alive so i guess they couldn't technically do that yeah yeah true but he definitely was not fit to perform no, the duties well, he of was president. not fit to run the country well no, no 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 didn't they have didn't they swear in like more they said like morgan freeman was the acting president or something like that i don't remember well, he was he was the person who could call shots from the outside since they didn't have somebody on the inside to talk to. But I don't think he was ever actually. He wasn't sworn in, but yeah. he was like the guy who was yeah on the ground calling the shots. Yeah, but they I don't yeah I I think you're right. I don't think they ever had. I mean, we could be mis misremembering, but uh. And, and I gotta say too, Carson, I know you think there are already too many characters, but don't you think Michael Kelly needed to be in there somewhere? <laughs> He did need to be in this movie. I mean, I think they could have made room for at least one I, more. He character. could have played one of those guys. You, you know, you know, new. Yeah, excuse me. You know who else they needed? Just for for some reason, I just really wanted the tour guide to be Lyle, the team manager. <laughs> <laughs> the tour guide was another guy like that could have <laughs> had some scenes eighty six if. <laughs> But if yeah. I'm speaking, but see, I think I mean I, I can't really say anything about that. Um, uh, let's just say that there was some matching going on in this film due to the complex nature of the, nature of the relationships between some of the characters. There was a convenient like matchups between different characters by the end of the film, which the which the film doesn't necessarily go into, but like they're there for fun. I think kind of in the background, and yeah. I, I, that character needed like that guy needed to be there to equal out some playing field stuff later on and I can't really get into it without being a spoiler but um yeah I just I I he needed to be there for little stupid things but I I enjoyed yeah it. like to you know reference Independence Day and stuff uh but you know but like I, I guess my main thing is that like I just wanted those scenes where like it cuts to all the the official dudes and I just felt like they should have been a little more zippy uh in my opinion <laughs> what do you mean zippy Zippy, because it just felt like it, it kind of came to a halt when you were, you cut back to them and they were just kind of like, uh, what do we do? Like, burr, 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 burr. and uh, yeah, I don't know. I just felt like I was like, yeah, give me back to the action because that's where it's at. Because it, 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 it was weird because it kind of felt like uh, Tatum and Fox were put to the on the back burner on a few occasions, but then it would always come back to them. Yeah. But um uh, I guess my my main problem with this movie was the fact that Jason Clark was one of the villains, and I thought he was going to be the lead villain, but really it turns out to be, you know, not a spoiler because you could pretty much figure it out. It's like Dylan McDermott in Olympus Has Fallen. When James Woods steps on screen, you're immediately like, well, he's the head traitor. Like, come on. Well, well be, be, okay. Before people possibly get mad that you're revealing stuff, this film opens much in the same way that Ed Harris's character opens the film uh, uh, The Rock, where it's like, 
right, a person yeah. is getting dressed and like he, he removes a, an American flag pin from his lapel as he's about to go commit this. Like, so yeah. it, it's, you're watching him being prepared and he says, I love you to his wife and whatever. Yeah. Like, like it, it, it's not a reveal later on the film. Like, it, and it's not like oh I figured it out it's 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 yeah it's not they didn't your, do like a reveal like in Olympus has fallen yeah like you're you're watching him prepare to do something and every step he moves before his quote reveal is all him acting and so so it's not really it's, it's not, not a it's it's not yeah, meant it's not to a be surprise hidden. but yeah, yeah I just felt like I wanted Jason Clark to be the guy calling the shots yeah um I felt like. His character was a lot more menacing and intimidating than, you know, Joe Blow, South Korean guy in Olympus Has Fallen. I mean, just just that moment where they're first starting to take over and he just shoots a picture of George Washington <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> I was like, this guy is not effing around, man. Like, It's the not effing around club. <laughs> exactly. Um and I'm pretty sure that other dude that was uh, his number take, two, his number two, like looking at all the hostages. Wasn't that guy on Justified? Uh, I swear he was on Justified. He might be. I, I know that guy. I can't think of he, he what he's He looked like one now. of the like dopey criminals on Justified. Dude, it was hilarious to me. Like, basically, no, he was pretty funny, though. The, the casting like in this film is part like ju- it's one of those things where like when, when somebody is just cast in a role then you know what the tone of the film is just by the simple presence of that person and that character. Like it, 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 I don't know. It set the tone. And I think it made me really excited as this film was starting to progress, just seeing who was cast in different roles. Yeah. Though I kind of don't like Jason Clark as a bad guy. Like I, I, now that I've seen him in, in freaking zero dark 30, like I want him to be like saving the world. <laughs> yeah, like I want him just to be that, the badass. like, I'm not your, I'm not your buddy. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm here to break you. Like I want him to be bad, but two bad guys. So having him be a bad guy himself was kind of like, oh man. But he still played the role well. Yeah, no, he played it really well. But I, it was weird that he was playing second fiddle to James Woods, and James Woods was just like, I mean, he's fine, but I don't know. I just, I, I almost wish like it would have been more entertaining if James Woods was just like, yeah, I'm in it for the money, like. <laughs> I don't like his reasonings were just like I'm in it for the money and like the poontang like just a, like a ridiculous reason and then Jason Clark like shoots him in the head and is just like you know this is my operation and then yeah I don't know I'm, I'm but, not sure how well that would have gone but uh, <laughs> and to answer your question yes the other guy uh, Kevin Rankin is in Justified that's what I thought he looked like uh he looked like one of those guys that were on that was on Justified for for a while. Yeah. Um, overall, though, dude, this movie was uh, pretty stupid. Some slick B movie shit right here. Dude, okay, so I I love the crap out of this film. <laughs> like, <laughs> like no joke. Like even the stuff that I n- am fully aware is of stupid. Um, like I was so like drawn in and completely just. I was just like sipping at the Kool-Aid the whole entire movie. Even the, <laughs> even the stuff that like okay, first of all, like anytime Jamie Foxx was talking about anything political, it sounded like political like p- political lorem ipsum. It was just like gibberish that was being spoken out that like didn't really matter and I didn't care. Um even even like the really cheesy stuff where like the moments with the daughter, like the line, Did you see my routine? I don't know why, I just like <laughs> I, I ate that crap up. Um, <laughs> Dude, that was pretty funny where he's just like 
Oh, the flag twirling that could that's considered a talent. Yeah, I mean, just there's some good callbacks with that. Like, really, my my only thing about this, this my only complaint at all, and it's not even like a complaint about the quality of the film. It was just one thing that kind of like I was thinking. This is like my my Carson thought in my head was like they're not, they didn't sell the geography of the White House like. I, I could never tell where the hell, hell they were until they they yelled like, oh, we're in the residence or we're in the West Wing. And like it, it was like there was no geography. It, like if the limo does a, a like donut around the side of a fountain <laughs> and then goes off to one side, I have no direction. I have no idea which direction and which building they're heading to. Um, but I didn't care. Like everything it's just like, the ridiculousness of this film. Like I, I thought that that uh, um, Olympus has fallen was like fun because it was kind of stupid and ridiculous. But like this film makes that just look like a terrible attempt at being cool. Oh yeah. Like, also the the way they take over the White House much more plausible than just flying a big jet over. Yeah. You know, no fly space. Yeah. No. Totally. Yeah. It was a lot more legit than. Uh, than that yeah I, I i did want to point that out that their little takedown was way more legit dude when you've got like the that one dude like the opoyo brother from it's always sunny as like your main hacker guy <laughs> like you know it's gonna be you know he's gonna take that crap down dude he's gonna get in those satcoms He's going to start a fire sale or whatever. I, I do love, too, that, like, he didn't really do much hacking himself. He just had a program that was already written that he just <laughs> he had just to plug in. He just plugged in some, like, and he's like, some All right. wires and shit. He's like, I guess I'll just wait for this shit to follow. And then he'll, he basically I, just he'll, sat in a chair the whole movie while a, a ticker was going. He'll, he'll eat his uh, his C's uh, butterscotch sucker. <laughs> and delete his, uh, <laughs> delete his uh, identity. Like, it was... Like it was pretty ridiculous, but I, I think just like if you look at just the the limo chase scene that's in the trailer, um, the way that plays out is so much more ridiculous than I could even even expected from just seeing like them in the limo and him saying, "Ah, oh, lost the rocket launcher!" Ha ah, ha ha! Like just yeah, the, the, like just when they're driving around, they're like, "Well, we got to go somewhere." Like every, everything about that scene is pretty much just amazing like I, I i love this film like i can't i can't really say anything besides that it's just i kind of expected just a fun good time and what i got was kind of just as i said like from from just seeing certain characters who the, who they were cast as like set the perfect tone for me to just eat up all of their moments together and, and like yeah i know i know some of the things seem slow to you but like the overly complicated nature of this plot and like the plan that's going on um, kind of required there to be, as I said before, like you, like you don't know who is, um, who is still alive at any one moment from from a you know governmental structure standpoint. So it's like you need these little pockets of people who are trying to figure out who's still in play, what they're gonna do, and bouncing around the different decisions that are gonna be made of how they're going to figure out how to you know save the president or get these people out of the White House and. Um, I just thought it was awesome, and uh, I, I really loved uh, just the the dynamic of of like you know we we have like a, l a little buddy cops kind of scenario going on with Channing Tatum and Jamie Fox, but like the fact that like one of those people is the president of the United States, and like just the way their interaction is with um, I don't know there, there's something really fun about the way that dynamic plays of 
some guy who really wants to be in the Secret Service working with the guy who he would be protecting in the future if he actually had that job. Yeah. And, like something about that dynamic played really, really well for me. Yeah, I, I will mention uh, you talking about the geography of the White House. Uh, yeah, it's it's crap, but I mean, it's uh, I think it's forgivable in this film because the White House is a location that no one could ever shoot in. So it's obvious that they shot on sets and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, so you're, I mean, unless I, I just feel like it'd be difficult either way to get. Because I feel like they were trying to be as realistic as possible in terms of having it look like the White House. But then also they were trying to mask the fact that, yeah, we're not at the White House. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think that you would run into that problem. I mean, Olympus has fallen at that problem, too, although it was just really dark and annoying. I, this movie wins out completely. Because, you know, they have a damn steady cam to shoot their action scenes. And you can see everything perfectly clear. Come on, Fast Six and all these other dumb movies that come out and use it, just shake the camera. It's like, this is this is what I want to see. Like, I want to see, like, the guys getting, you know, pummeled to death and stuff. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, like, when they're, when they're, like, falling through windows and shit, like, I'm like, yeah, like, I can actually see it. Like, this is cool, you know? Well, I, I, think, I think for me, the, the reason why the, the, the geography kind of matters is because there's a simultaneous attack that takes place on the White House and on the Capitol. And, like, the, it's not quite clear which teams make up which group and what's going on. That's true. So it's like the, I mean, the attack starts at the Capitol and that's where everybody's like, oh, crazy. Like, what's, what's going on? And that's when they're like, well, we have to protect the president. And then there's the actual White House that is being attacked. Um, yeah. So it's like when you're bouncing back and forth, it's like, well, this guy set this charge over in this room, which, well, that was the Capitol. Okay, I got that. And then like there's, I don't know, there's just a lot of different, like, there's there, there's there's some weirdness there figuring out what's going on. I mean, it didn't really bother me. Uh, I was just happy that I could see. Yeah. Um, and I did like the... Uh, it, it didn't... It had a very... I mean, this movie, like, we were we were kind of joking in the beginning, but it has a 90s feel because it feels like a movie that would be completely pre-9-11. Like, just, yeah! America! <laughs> we don't give an F! Like, we'll blow up the White House! Like, um it just it just feels that way i think if you know the only way if like it actually came out in like 1995 and like michael bay directed it or something like you know i mean i guess what i'm trying to say is i it sounds like i'm like hating on it more than i liked it but i enjoyed myself pretty much throughout this movie it's just like i was trying to get over i just felt like there were some hurdles and i felt like there were a couple parts where it's like yeah this could have been trimmed and I mean, it does feel bloated a little bit, but overall I think, I mean, it's way better than Olympus has fallen. And for just like a stupid B movie, like summer movie, like this is, this is the ticket. Like if you want to go see a movie, if it's like 110 degrees out, like it was today. And you're just like, <laughs> I'm hot. I want to go to some uh, ventilated, you know, movie theater and just watch a stupid movie. Like, this is your ticket. Like, I, I think that it's a shame, really, that people will probably avoid it just for the fact that, oh, well, this is coming out after Olympus has fallen. It's like, yeah, yeah well, this is clearly the better movie. So 
Well, the the ladies should go see it. I mean, there there's a lot of Tatum in there. <laughs> they, there it, it's funny. Like so, in the scene where he like takes the uh, the the flak jacket off that that dude and puts yeah. it on, like he's not even like taking his shirt off. He just takes off his like coat. He's to, in like a wife beater. Yeah, he's got like a wife beater on. And like this chick in the row, like to the end of the row that I was in, like out loud just goes, oh, my God, he's gorgeous. <laughs> like, <laughs> like in a, in a voice that I'm not sure she realized how loud it was. Um, yeah. And it was like it, 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 it's, it's the it was kind of like the comment you think that like a, a, somebody would make in like a gaggle of girls. But it was like her and her friend. <laughs> it's just like, geez, did you see Magic Mike? It's <laughs> no, like exactly <laughs> showing a lot more in that movie than even in The Vow. I remember like when we saw The Vow. Uh, there's a moment where he like stands up like bare assed and I swear like half the theater like froth at the mouth. It was like, Ooh, yeah, yeah. I was like, Oh man, like it, it's just an ass. Like I'm sure you've seen plenty of asses before. Oh, but not like, not any like the Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Yeah. But, uh, dude, this is, this is Roland Emmerich's best movie since, uh, Independence Day. Yeah, hands I would, down. I would have to uh, say so. Uh, I mean, he's made a lot of bad movies recently, but uh, yeah, I think he's he's a little back in his wheelhouse here uh, with this movie. All I have to say is, if they're still going to proceed with Independence Day two, it better at least reach the level of this film. I, I mean, yeah, I, I I just I just feel like they should leave that alone. To be honest, like that, I feel like it's not going to be as special as the first movie was. Yeah. A because it's going to be mostly just like a CGI fest, I think, as opposed to how they did the you know the first movie, which was mostly with like miniatures and stuff that was really cool. So they didn't have like all that technology back then. Um, I don't know. Like I, I just feel like it's it's like dude, it's going to be almost twenty years since the first one came out uh, when it finally gets released and it's kind of just like, you know, why bother? Like, I don't see so really that much of a demand for it. I don't think so. Like well, maybe there was back in 1997, but not now. See, it would be cool. Is, and I know nothing about what the plot of this supposed movie. Is I don't know. Be. I don't think they've released but any. Plot it, would, it would be awesome if, uh, if basically what it was is for the last 20 years, <laughs> they've been working on this program like you know like when the movie came out like the tagline for the film or slash like the trailer was like you know on the second they arrive on the third they attack on the fourth we fight back and right, it was yeah. it was all a domestic us fighting them back it'd be awesome if for 20 years we've been working on a fleet of spacecrafts and now we're gonna fly to their home world and wipe them all out <laughs> headed and, by jeff goldblum yeah. of course and a little a little boy named ender wiggin <laughs> <laughs> basically just be Ender's game the movie but you know what you know like how they were saying like Roland Emmerich was like yeah uh, Will Smith is too expensive uh, so he's not going to be in the second one which is obvious and I'm sure that Will Smith would rather do like After Earth 2 or some crap yeah well did, did, did he was he uh, asked to work on this project before he got the numbers back for After Earth yeah, no, like I, yeah, I know. Well, the people were thinking like that he would do it because after it bombed, they like this is a sure hit, so he'd want to get back into the you know the spotlight. Yeah. Um, but be- they've all they've always said that you know if you know there's a his role is there to return to, but if not, they had like a you know a backup plan. 
that'd, that'd be in, awesome in case if, he decided not to return it'd be awesome if Jaden was like okay look in a few more years I'll be done with puberty I'll look like him just <laughs> pay for me to go to acting school for the next two years and then by then I will just play his character oh my gosh that would be bad <laughs> um, but apparently Jeff Goldblum and Bill Pullman are coming back I mean, really, all you need is the Goldblum. That, that, I don't care about anybody else. That's really all that matters. Yeah. I mean, if you put Goldblum and, hell, let's just make a crossover movie. Like, John Cale and uh, David Levinson, or Levenstein, right? That was his name? Team up, dude. Which, which one's Levenstein? Goldblum's character. Basically, Goldblum's character from Independence Day and yeah. John Cale from this film, Team Up. They're like, well, we couldn't get Will Smith, so we'll just hire Channing Tatum. <laughs> Dude, sounds good to me. Though you need Goldblum's dad in the movie also. Of course, yeah, Judd Hirsch. He needs to come back. Yeah. Good times. I think... Uh... That's your movie right there. They go and like kick the alien's ass in their home world. They go, they go they... up there and whoop E.T.'s ass. <laughs> they go up there and welcome him to Earth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, back to uh, what were we talking about here? Oh, yeah. White House down. So yeah. I guess really the bottom line is just whether you were down for White House down. So do you have any, do you have any final co- comments on this film before we get to the verdict? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, I, I will say uh, I'm, I'm glad that a China Girl could walk in this movie. <laughs> is that the same person? <laughs> My girlfriend thought the daughter was annoying in this, and I was like, I didn't think she was that bad. Like, I don't know. I kind of liked her her little bit at the end, but I'm so stupid. I mean, and, bes- and fun. Besides the joke, nobody calls it a vlog anymore or whatever. Like, I, yeah. I, I thought her character was necessarily annoying. Like, she was supposed to be. Like, yeah, kind she's of... supposed to be like the like. Oh, I hate my dad because you know I call him by his first name and. Yeah, yeah. You know. But I, I liked all the plot stuff revolving around her. Also, I thought, like, um, not not necessarily that she, like, did something awesome with that character, but I thought the car- character was really cool. Just, like, the idea that she's so into that and, like, her, like, the character without attempting to even, like, try to be like her father has the same ideal, not ideals as, as her father, but, like, you know, like, she's trying to, like, she's could possibly endanger herself in trying to, like, document the stuff um yeah like i i like that little touch to everything like that and i had a, I had a good time uh with with the, the different things she was doing and like the places she was willing to go to try to attempt different things yeah no i i like that little touch too i mean i think the overall like relationship that's established in the beginning between the two i think it's a lot stronger that you want Channing Tatum not only to save, you know, the president and everybody, but you like you want him to save his daughter too. Yeah. More so than Aaron Eckhart going like, Oh, just save my son, like whatever in Olympus has fallen. Like that the connection between the father, you know, the the father and the and their uh their child in this movie was a lot stronger, I thought, than in Olympus has fallen. Yeah. Where it just it felt a lot. There was a little more weight there. So you're like, okay, yeah, like, you know, I yeah, I want to see, uh, Jason Clark get put in jail. You know. Yeah, I I I will say that, uh, you know, like just with with her her character in in general too. Like, there's a scene in this film that involves Jamie Foxx, James Woods, and the daughter 
that um, I thought was like a freaking awesome scene. Um, and I won't say what it is, but just the way that was playing out and the way you compare a similar scene like that that would be in any other film, including similarly to uh, uh, Olympus Has Fallen. Like the, the normal way those scenes would be handled, um, the fact that they kind of had the balls to... Uh, progressed down a path with that scene that they did in this film uh, <laughs> was was pretty awesome. Like I I really liked that touch and just like from the character standpoints of Jamie Fox and the daughter, like just th- both those characters' understandings of those situations. I thought that was I thought that was some powerful stuff. Yeah, for a second there, I thought that you know Roland Emmerich was just gonna be I don't care about children anymore. <laughs> Uh, good times all right that would have been that would have been a that would have been a real shocker you're like whoa this movie just got intense (laughs) even more intense than it was yeah but uh what do you say we get to our verdict then carson all right cool if you're going to place this on a must see a recommend with a caveat wait for rental pass with a caveat or must avoid where would you place it i think i'm going to give it a recommend with the caveat caveat being uh not enough uh, Channing Tatum talking to squirrels. <laughs> uh, no, I just uh, like I said, I think there are a few areas where I was like, it could have used a little, uh, it could have used some tinkering. But overall, if you want to watch like a dumb movie, like this is like popcorn movie, you know, to a T. Um, so if you like it buttery and just you know fat and gross, then <laughs> this movie is for you. <laughs> like, uh, all right. There I you mean, go. it's it's a pretty, it's a pretty just ridiculous. Uh, it, it took me back a little in in some ways. Like in several moments, I felt like you know I was, you know, twelve years old watching Armageddon or something like that. One of those type of movies. Cool. Well, uh, I think I am actually just going to go ahead and uh, give this a must see because, like I said, I love this film. Um, it, it's weird because, like, I think all of this film's shortcomings are handled by just going for them full bore. Like anything that, that would be come off as weak or cheesy, they just make it weaker and cheesier in a way that seems like it was intentional instead of just being like, ah, well, why'd they have to do this? Or I thought it yeah. was kind of dumb that this character says this. Like everything they do is is it's just done in a way that's like, hey, look, I know what movie I'm making and I'm going to make it the best of this type of movie that I possibly can. And, uh, you know, like I even enjoyed the slower, like cutaways to the other stuff that's going on. Um, I just, I had a great time with it. So, I mean, it's possible that if I rewatch it, knowing now, like what it is, I might enjoy it a little more. I I was expecting to have a lot more, uh, Tatum Fox riffing and stuff like that. But, uh, I mean, like I said, the, it does what it does very well. Yeah, and I mean, and, and I will say too that freaking uh, Olympus has fallen is is damn lucky they were able to beat this out because um, <laughs> that film would have just seemed like not even watchable compared to this. <laughs> no, like I I had fun with it at the time simply because like I had no basis for how to judge that film. I mean, like you were just saying about how oh you know, you weren't sitting there watching White House Down, like, going, like, why'd they do this? I had maybe, like, 
like I said, there were a couple scenes where it's kind of like, eh, but dude, throughout all of Olympus has fallen. I was like, why didn't they just do this, 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 this? Like for the most part of White House Down, I was just like, yeah, right on. This is where you need to be yeah. making this kind of movie. Like, yeah. So I, I think it would have been hilarious if they had switched release dates. <laughs> <laughs> Olympus is falling like, yeah, we're second, but we're better. It's like, no, nah, dude. Dude, I, I think it would have been hilarious if the studio accidentally leaked the video, the, the quote accidentally leaked the film on BitTorrent sites and just like put it out early and we're like, oh, darn, how did people get this? <laughs> like, I think it would be awesome. I still think they should have just shown the trailer in front of Olympus Has Fallen. Yeah. Not only confusing more people, but just have some people go like, well, that looks a lot better. You know, the, what did the, I pay to see? They could have actually done it too, because like you know, right now, like Regal will play their stupid "Go Big or Go Home" ad. Then they'll play like the Machete Kills trailer, and then they'll do their little like Regal pre-roll thing, and then they'll show the trailers. So like they have something in place in which they can show exclusive Regal content, and then whatever's supposed to be airing before the trailer or before the film, so that they could have inserted it there. Oh no, they totally could have had stuff uh for it back when it came out i mean because yeah. i remember the the trailer for white house down came out literally a week after olympus has fallen was released because it was yeah. in front of gi joe i remember seeing the first teaser and i was just like oh yeah they didn't wait very long they were trying to capture all the people who are going to be upset that channing tatum didn't spend enough time in gi joe yeah exactly uh Cool. Well, uh, I think that is going to do it for this episode of the Spoiler Warning Podcast. Uh, Carson, if people want to find you throughout the week, where can they do that? Uh, you can find me on uh, practicalcandy.wordpress.com. Cool. People can find me at ChristopherInRealLife.com or Twitter.com slash ChristopherIRL. You can find the podcast over at thespoilerwarning.com where you can get all the back episodes of the show. Uh, you can uh, follow us on Twitter to figure out when these episodes go live at twitter.com slash spoilerwarning or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thespoilerwarning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at thespoilerwarning.com or call and leave us a voicemail at 760-575-4TSW. That's 760-575-4879. Music for this episode will come from the soundtrack to White House Down, so hopefully you are enjoying that. And uh, yeah, good times, man. Yeah, man, I'm glad that it turned out, you know, well. Yeah, I am. It wasn't very... another. It wasn't like a last year where both Snow White movies were just, yeah, pass. <laughs> uh, yeah. Luckily, luckily yeah. it did work out. I mean, this is this is something that uh, I hope I can watch again in the future. Get a bunch of people like people who are up for a good action movie. Like, nope, we're all watching White House Down. Sit your ass <laughs> down, grab a beer, let's have some fun. Drink for every time you see somebody that you recognize. <laughs> somebody awesome pops up on screen. Oh, what? This guy's in this movie? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, what, what are we doing next week? Uh, next week is The Lone Ranger. Oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> yay, I'm so excited. Uh, the Lone Ranger could use some Channing Tatum. Well, Kimosabi, I guess, uh... <laughs> We'll have to find a way to survive that one. Yeah? All right. Uh, who knows? It could turn out to be really good, though. All right. Maybe. Well, I hope it does. But for now, thanks for joining me, Carson. Yep. Thank you for having me. And thank you guys for listening. We will see you all next time. Bye.